we have for decades been programmed to believe that long hours translate into commitment and success. And then I was thinking, how do we really organize the flow of work at Strategy Sprints, which per se is in an industry, strategy advisory, which is competitive. Right. And, and, uh, but we, we actually, all the triggers, all the structures, even our corporate values, focus, freedom, flow, humble, hungry, happy, mm -hmm. they aim at flow, which is a mix of short but very intentional, deliberate, deep work. Mm -hmm. And then many parts of just not working, thinking. Like I was running for one hour right now before doing this with you. And I was just thinking and preparing about this. I consider this to be work. Mm -hmm. So let me, um, uh, let me respond with a, sort of a couple points. I mean, I think, you know, first off, we have for decades been programmed to believe that long hours translate into commitment and success, right? This is so much a part of the way that we think about ourselves and organizations and work and success that you know, we just don't question it unless we have some sort of huge crisis, personal or sort of economic or otherwise, that makes us question really basic things. And even though we are familiar with things like, you know, results-oriented work environments or other kinds of systems that formally emphasize results over time, we still, the fact is we still live in a world in which we treat overwork as a badge of honor and we think that long hours signify all kinds of great things. The reality is that they don't. There is a century's worth of research that shows that humans, are humans and organizations are capable of sustaining periods of overwork for a few weeks, like, you know, around harvest time, let's say. Mm -hmm. But over the long run, long hours are actually counterproductive. You want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. And sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com slash sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? Organizations are and people are able to do less when working, let's say, 70 hours for months on end than when they were working 40 hours. They're also more likely to make more mistakes, to cut ethical corners, to miss things that, you know, that they wouldn't overlook had they, you know, if, they were, if they were working more nor normal hours 
And so in various ways, um, sort of uh, run into problems, underperform, are more likely to burn out and have chronic illnesses. So that's the, uh, so that's the first point. I mean, I think it's, you know, to the second point about, you know, thinking about, uh, about the run you took as, as kind of part of your work. I think that is, you know, that is something that I hear from lots of leaders who, you know, who move their companies to four day weeks that, you know, on one hand, you th- moving to a four day week creates more free time for people. Um, and, Lots of them will use it to exercise more, to go on bike rides, hikes, runs, et cetera. But they often find that, you know, there is that while they're doing this, they have, you know, you have, you know, you're kind of casually turning ideas over in your head. You're, you're thinking a little bit about this, a little bit about that. And then sometimes, you know, you'll have, this idea, this, you know, sort of aha moment while you're out on the road that, you know, uh, sort of that offers a solution to a problem that has been bugging you at work. Now, that is on one, you know, that's a great way to have ideas. I think it's also worth note, you know, it's also worth remembering that there is a world of difference between having those kinds of ideas when you're out on the running trail versus sitting at home or, or sitting at work at home these days. But, you know, and that there is, so, you know, while, while I think we can recognize and sort of uh, recognize the value that that kind of time can have for, you know, sort of for our working lives. Um, we also need to, you know, we also need to recognize that it's valuable precisely because it's different. You know, because we are out of the office, we're in a different environment. We're doing things that are more physical, that are physically, that are physically and mentally restorative, even as they might help us develop new ideas. And Finally, that this is that what you're talking about is something that um, I saw a lot when I was writing my book Rest, which was about you know Nobel Prize winners and famous composers and people like that. And you know they what they will do is alternate these periods of really intensive focused work with you know time in the garden or runs or you know, other kinds of apparently unproductive leisure activities, but they do it precisely because it is an opportunity for them to have those kinds of breakthroughs and aha moments that they wouldn't necessarily have in the laboratory or at their desk. So um, I think you're, you know, you are, you are onto something that um, a lot of, really successful and super creative people have discovered as a key both to creative lives and to better lives. You know, it resonates so much. Last week, this was one of these corona lockdown weeks and uh, I slowed really down. I started with my kids to, to, to take the basil plants that we have, to cut parts of them and to raise new. So we, we raised 60 new basil plants. We were uh-huh. working in, with, with plants and had 
this really leisure time just playing and having fun and hearing music. And um, I, I just enjoy it, the mm-hmm. illness. But I have to tell you, then again, I went running before dinner and then I come back from running and I had a breakthrough idea for our mastermind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a couple hours later, became became a breakthrough moment in in our business that was absolutely not intended so even short breaks can have such a restorative power and 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 when things connect because now they have the space to connect something magic happens and Mm -hmm. and have that in in a 14 hours look at your screen day yeah you know i think that um some of the people who uh, who adopt four day weeks talk about the difference between you know working at your business for, versus working on your business you know and one of the things that the four day week makes possible is more time working on the business right um, there's it, one of the things that software companies will do for example is uh, organize what they call uh, free Fridays where you'll work on client stuff on you know projects for paying projects for four days and then you'll leave the office open for a fifth day and people who want to come in to work on stuff that they care about you know whether it's learning a new programming language playing around with some tool working on some bug that has bothered them forever that nobody else maybe cares about but which has always irritated them they can come in and do that and if there are, and I've got stories of new products that come out of that exploration. Um, Cockroach Labs, which does um, cloud-based SQL servers, which apparently if you're into sort of cloud architectures or SQL databases is an incredibly interesting combination, um, started as one of these, as one of these kinds of passion projects by one of the co-founders a few years ago. And so, you know, the, so you know, the you know the story of companies that move to four day weeks is not just one of them reducing the amount of time they spend working, but creating space for them to do better work and to think more deeply about what they're doing, about what you know, about where their fields and industries are going and to develop skills and products to help them meet meet those new possibilities in that new future. Beautiful, Alex. I'm so happy that you were here in this episode, and I am even much happier that you will come back next week, because <laughs> next week I want to continue this discussion, this time with the context of all these people working from home right now. What mm-hmm. can you learn from all your experience of your trilogy of research and your, your masses of observations and of data, what can we learn from that to share with our community? So I'm super pumped. Thank you, Alex, very much. And see you next week. Thanks. See you soon. Bye-bye. We all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15-minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com slash sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one with an expert sprint coach 
to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Strategy Show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of The Strategy Show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.